TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Wow, wow, indeed for all you Illinois fans out there. Hello, everyone. This is your good friend, Patrick O'Dowd, welcoming you into another edition of Hockey Talk with Patrick O'Dowd and the Maryland faithful fan, David Ungar, rolling his eyes because my hapless University of Illinois fighting Illini, 13 and a half point dogs roll into Maryland. On Saturday, a gloomy, rainy Saturday afternoon and stunned the Terrapins with a last-second field goal to win it. So, Dave, Dave is back from his call. That's literally the last thing I said before he hit pause. I don't know if it caught it on you your were, recording. You were bragging about your Illini upsetting the Maryland Terrapins. beautiful University of Illinois. We're back, Dave. We're back. Yeah. I love sports again. I love you're like, sports. You're like, did you see Seth Rollins' tweet after the Bears beat the Commanders last week? Because every week, you know what? He's a Bears fan, as you know. Oh, yeah. And yeah, this one was like, I yeah, love, he goes, I love football. <laughs> yeah, question mark. Well, that's, and that's the thing is, Illinois in, in the collegiate football ranks, as you're getting this on your hockey talk conversation, everyone, because suck it, Dave. Um, right. It's been a bad season for you know, just bragging right i mean your bears beat the commanders the illini beat the terps i'm sure the blues will I, own the caps but you know and the blues won the blues won on saturday we're we're i i smell a cup or we're gonna win one game like all season but no it, it's it's been one of those things as a, a fan base who saw their team go eight and four last year go to a major bowl lose a close one to Mississippi State in the whole like do it for Mike Leach game. To to there were expectations coming into this season and it was atrocious. Illinois was a hail mary miracle catch away from being one in five going into this game again. And so to be two touchdown dogs and to kind of be the team that didn't make the mistakes for a change and beat a Maryland team that is really good in my opinion has a lot of talent i i don't you, you you mistakes were made uh particularly by the coaching staff but you know the thing that's beautiful about football is is a turnover can make the difference and maryland was up 14 to 7 late in the second quarter illinois forced a fumble turned that fumble into a touchdown at the end of the half 
after Mike Loxley tried to ice the Illinois kicker on an extra point sort of distance. And so Illinois, their offensive coordinator, convinced Brett Bielema to go for it on a fourth and one. They got the touchdown. Illinois then got the ball to start the second half, and they got it in great field position after Loxley tried to call an onside kick, and none of the Maryland guys went after the ball. They all went to blow up the blockers, and then nobody recovered the football. So Illinois got it at like their own 45, turned that into a touchdown, and it was it was, it was was a much-needed win for, for my beloved fighting Illini, who then get to turn around and lose to Tony's Wisconsin Badgers next week. So that'll be great for Oh, process. ye of little faith. You have no as Illinois fans, it's all about the suffering. It's all about the suffering and the pain and the sorrow of it's the hope that kills you to quote Ted Lasso, which have you watched Ted Lasso yet? Have you have you gotten that out of your belt? I I think I've I've been watching it. I just had to, you know, I haven't gone back to the I know you want really want me to watch the season one finale, and I think that's where I'm at right now. But right. The season one finale has the quote of the series, in my opinion, for long suffering sports fans and it's called it's the hope that kills oh well yeah there yeah i mean it's the idea of like you're hoping like you have the hope that your team's gonna pull it through and you get it crushed and that's fandom in a a lot of ways for a lot of fan bases because not every most fan bases aren't alabama georgia um you know in baseball the yankees the dodgers though they should the the patriots uh, you know it's cyclical and now the patriots are going through the opposite end of that yeah the patriots are trashed Few franchises get to be perennially good all the time, except for apparently Houston. Um, the Astros are ridiculous, so that's uh, that's kind of nuts. But uh, none of that, like we don't, we're not gonna. That's not why we're here. It's hockey talk. So welcome back to hockey talk, everyone. Here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ongar. Hockey season has started. I'm gonna talk a little college hockey thing uh, because the University of Massachusetts started their hockey season uh, with a doubleheader against Michigan. University of Michigan. And they split, and Michigan thumped a six to two the first game. Game two was uh, was uh, Saturday, and UMass was down two to nothing going into the third period. They won six to two. They scored six goals in the third period. It was an offensive explosion. Very excited for the school. This is a program that's very proud. Won a national title about five, four years ago. Uh, hasn't really been able to regain that footing since winning that national title, and here we are. So, Dave, how how is your? I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. I am. It is kayfabe Sunday or kayfabe Tuesday. It is actually Sunday. I am just over 24 hours away from heading to Boston to see Queen and Adam Lambert. Little musical chairs news. I am hyped. I'm pumped. That's me. How are you? No, cocaine is a hell of a drug. So uh, there you go. Music is a hell of a drug, um, and, I'm, and I'm very excited for it. I doing doing okay today other than the uh, IT issues with work this morning. But yeah, doing doing all right. Looking forward to uh um I mean, yeah, hockey season's not off to a great start for me. But it's like two games, dude. One, it's two games. It's only one. We got 81 to go, but they You're showed like, ah, they showed off to a terrible start. They showed in. nothing in that opening game. Like uh, nothing. Well, you're, you're, it's it's game. they're they're just letting people get lulled into a false sense of security um what other musical chairs related thing i wanted to share with you so on saturday evening i I texted you because i didn't know if you were following the game or not and typically when my team beats your team or versi vicey 
one of us will message the other. So I like tech. That's why I tech. I texted you to be like, don't tell me about the game. I'm recording it because I was out at a concert and I saw uh, one of the more unique acts I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, they won't be covered in musical chairs, but it's a, it's a, it's an act called tall, tall trees. It's two dudes. One dude is out of uh, North Carolina. The other is out of Ohio. Uh, the lead singer out of North Carolina plays what he calls the banjo Tron 6,500. This dude played a homemade electric banjo that lit up. He used it as a drum. He took a bow. He rosined up a bow and played it like a violin. He did anything and everything you could imagine with this banjo. I loved him. Absolutely loved him. But also thought of us in our little neck of the woods in both musical chairs and bandwagon nerds. Because I kind of want New trailer park music. Yeah. Banjo Tron 6500 deserves to be there uh okay we're gonna take our first commercial break we've gotten through the introductions i think we've gone five minutes have we gone five minutes have we have we met the threshold 10 minutes baby 10 minutes baby all right we're gonna take our first commercial break might be our only commercial break not much to talk about with hockey because the season just started so there is some fun things i i think it'll be worth highlighting and chatting about um uh, but uh especially we got to talk about the debut of connor bedard and how he's doing uh and a couple Over, of other news overshadowed by another guy. Well, I don't. Was it overshadowed? We'll we'll get there because I, I think I know what you're getting at. I, I will say that is a pretty impressive and significant feat. But we'll we're going to get into kind of the the early returns, the news that was out of the NHL. When we come back, you are listening to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then place a five dollar wager on any sport you'll receive 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome and if you think the fun stops there the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc promotional consideration paid for by the following hey folks pc tony here thanks to our new partnership with angry lemonade you can save 10 percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services use the promo code chairshot to save 10 percent. that's angrylemonade.net all right everyone welcome back to hockey talk here on the chairshot radio network or the chairshot.com Make sure if you love the work that we do over here on the chair shot that you head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot for all of your chair shot swag. There is no, there's no hockey talk um, shirt date. Um, I, I, don't, uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I, I do not foresee the uh, overlord, our, our, our chair shot overlord creating that, but you never know. I mean, it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, I feel like we've been established now for quite some time. We've established ourselves as being bandwagon hockey fans you know we we kind of sort of know what we're talking about sometimes so 
We know enough. And we we're going to talk about how much we know today because you couldn't avoid in the, in the first two days of the season. It was all Connor Bedard all the time. Like that was all the, I uh, was grateful. I was sad, but grateful for Tuesday that Craig DeMarco was around to pull me away because I was all in on hockey all, all evening, three games on ESPN. The, the highlight game though, was the middle game, Chicago Blackhawks versus the Pittsburgh Penguins to see the debut of rookie number one overall pick in the draft, Connor Bedard. And this is where my knowledge of like the inner workings of hockey kind of kind of get a little lost because I'm not, you know, we joke about casual fans or whatever. Like we're fans. I like to think we're knowledgeable fans. We're not experts, like or at least I'm not an expert. The first thing that really struck out to me, and I even texted this to you, is the boy's not afraid to shoot. Boy, he is going to, he is, if he sees a shot, he is going to take it. And he plays with no fear. Uh, he got walloped a lot. He got his first assist on a missed shot slash rebound score against the Pens. The Pens, by the way, blew that game. They were up two to nothing, gave it all back. The Blackhawks get the win. And was Connor Bernard didn't score a goal, but you wouldn't know that if you watched the ESPN coverage. Like it was all just, he is so amazing. He's so great. I saw a dude who wasn't afraid to shoot. He weighs 185 pounds. Looks like he's nine years old out there compared to some of these trees. And you got to remind yourself he's still growing, that he's still a, a teenager on the ice. He's very skilled. And, and it's it's clear that he is ex- extraordinarily skilled. He's incredibly skilled. He did. He would get his first goal the next day in a loss to the Bruins. Um, he didn't win a single face-off against Sidney Crosby. I, guess, I don't know if he won a single face-off against anybody, but I, I know he won Sid one began. near the end of the game. He finally won one. I did think. he beat one? Did he beat Crosby though? I or think was Crosby probably else? let him win to make him feel better at that point. And, and I will say this: it was a great moment. Like at the start of the game, center ice, uh, ESPN had the officials mocked up, uh, mic'd up, and you know, and the official welcomed him to his first NHL season, congratulated him, and then dropped the puck. And Sidney Crosby promptly easily won the face-off. Like, that was the thing that was funny is Sidney Crosby, I, I think he used every every casual trick in the book he could to to beat Connor Bedard on the draw. Because that was – and, hey, you know what? Great lesson for Bedard. Like, they, you know, and they talked later that Crosby even shared, like, that was one of his big issues when he first started games. He was not by any means good off the face-off when he's a rookie, and it took a lot of time and practice, so – it's an underrated skill, that's for Right. So, your first impressions, though, of Connor Bedard coming out of this first two games. Yeah, I like I like the shoot-first mentality by him. <clears throat> With your team like Chicago, who needs to, uh, you know, we're looking, we all think that they're going to take a step forward this year. And, and I think, you know, nothing that I saw in the first couple games leads me to think otherwise. What, what are the Blackhawks? Where are they right now? Uh, one and two. I mean, so, it's too. Yeah, it's like truly really too early to talk about. Yeah, right. But two, he's got some teams that have played one game. You've got some teams that have played three games. The damn loaded season. Yeah, loaded schedule. He's very skilled, like you say. Very quick. He's gonna fill out. He's gonna get bigger. He's you know when he exceeds, and I fully expect him to get over that two hundred pound mark within the next couple years. I don't know if he'll take like you know like you talk about Sid. Sid's never been. He's more of a finesse player, you know, and and a and a guy who doesn't get physical all that much. Whereas you compare and contrast that to say Ovechkin, 
who can be a finesse player, but does like to get physical, doesn't fight because he doesn't right. need to. Um, you know, and, and I think Bedard, you know, it depends on, you know, how he wants to, who he wants to fashion himself out of, out of, you know, or is he more like Connor McDavid, who's kind of a hybridish sort of thing. So, um, he can right. skate, he can obviously score. He seems to have a nose for the net. You know, the goalie got against, uh, the goalie got against Boston was a, you know, just garbage t- time pickup in front of the net that, you know, I, whoever the G- Bruins goalie was, whether it was Olmark or somebody else just kind of left it there. He put it home. So he's not afraid to get down and dirty. Um, you know, he's he's a kid, so he's fearless. He doesn't know that he's not supposed to. He doesn't know he's supposed to be afraid of anything. And that's really good. He has he has all the tools of of a, a superstar in the making. So, yeah, it's a very small sample size. But the fact that he's 18 and he's in there against Sidney Crosby. I mean, they didn't, you know, I mean, I know he played for Regina and stuff like that in one of the minor leagues. But um, 18 years old and starting in a marquee game like that. Somebody in Chicago sees a lot in this kid to say, yeah, let's put him out there right now. Right now. Let's not. He doesn't need any time to develop anymore. He's ready now. And based on everything you saw, you got to kind of say, yeah, I think I agree with him. He's He's got that right now moment and he's got that mentality. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be a lot of a lot of fun. It's going to be very exciting to see how he develops. He got his bell rung a couple of times in the game against Pittsburgh that I watched. Like, that's the other thing is, this this first season is going to be very interesting to see how he does and how he succeeds and adapts because teams are going to recognize him. They are going to want to welcome him as physically as they can. They are going to try and take advantage of his size until he starts to get bigger and stronger. And it's going to like that's really what's going to make the difference for him moving forward. You know, good on the Blackhawks for playing him right away though. I I honestly feel very passionately that you, you you brought you you got this guy one you need to sell tickets two is there is there is an argument for his development to happen in real time up at the nhl level as opposed to at the ahl a- am i right sure like yeah. there's an argument there yeah I, th- I think there's an argument you can make i mean he's when you're in a market like chicago and it, all these eyes are on you and he's you know heralded as a yeah. generational talent then really, what are you doing keeping him down in the in the minors? You know, Ovechkin didn't spend hardly any time while he played for Dynamo Moscow or something like that, which is better right. than most of the minor league teams are. And and Sid had his own things, but they weren't down there a long time. So I think when you've got a generational talent like this, you don't you don't mess around with a lot of stuff like, yeah, he needs some seasoning. Nah, get let him get him get seasoned on the fly. You know, that sort of thing. You don't want to. I mean, the only concern I have with him is like he is diminutive <laughs> sort of at this point in time. So you do worry about the injury. Like you're saying, he got his bell rung a few times. Um, he's going with guys who are, you know, you look at it like, you know, when they play the caps, you know, I worry Tom Wilson <laughs> is a guy who will not be afraid to head hunt this kid. And, um, and, and, you know, so you do get concerned about that. He needs to be protected. Hopefully his teammates will stand, but he does need, he needs to learn how to, you know, how to take a shot, how to slip these hits how to, you know, it sounds like a boxing match, but um, I, I tend to agree with you that with a guy like that, it makes more sense to bring him up, let him get his feet wet in, you know, against the best in the world, you know, and he's going to get that with, you know, games like the, I mean, you talk about you're playing the Penguins and Bruins right off the bat, doesn't get much right. harder than that. Right. I mean, in the Bruins, they're, 
feels like they're picking up their regular season yeah. success right where they left off, two and oh. Right, right. Yeah, I mean doing their thing. Doing their thing. That's fine. Whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you don't got you don't gotta be sour about it. Jeez. Uh, it's not like you you're not in the same division as them. That's true. Yeah, I don't so, I'm just I'm it, just kind of running through some of the scores that have gone down the past the past few. How days. is it that your team like is your team the only one that's played well, the Islanders have only played one game so far. I wish I understood how it's Yeah, I don't know. NHL. Like they, they like, you know, and, they, and the Caps will go on this run where they play a bunch of teams all at once. But um, right. yeah, based on that first game of the season, I I, I don't need to see him again. <laughs> so. Oh, don't be that guy, you big baby. All right, well, let's let's change the subject. It's Dave is sad. And let's talk to let's talk about another player who not didn't make history because it's been been done before by a guy named Alex Ovechkin. You may have heard of him. I think I've heard but of him. Austin Matthews off to a hot start of the season. Two games, first two games of the season, back-to-back hat tricks. Dave, wow. Yeah. Right? Just wow. Like, I don't know. Go, You react. Go Leafs. This is, once again, it's it's not the Leafs year, but it's the Leafs. So, uh, <laughs> well, every year. Until they prove otherwise, it's I'm, the Leafs year, but it's not the Leafs year. Right, and they took they took that step forward last year. They did win that playoff. They series, did win a series, and yes. then they absolutely flamed out against Florida. But that was kind of everybody flamed out against Florida in the playoffs. But the Leafs did so in spectacular fashion. Um, yeah, I you know Toronto's kind of like I look at Toronto like the way that the I looked at the Caps for many many years. There, it's like the regular season was just kind of like okay we need to do enough to you know win to dominate to get our space no one gives it they don't that's not where the money's at you know it's like yeah they're going to do well yeah they'll win enough games to get in the playoffs probably get a number 1 seed but you know Austin Matthews you know consecutive hat tricks in consecutive games Ovechkin did it a couple other people have done it it's a very rare feat um so if you're looking for reasons to get excited about the Toronto Maple Leafs early in this season um, you know, I remember like last year they got off to a little bit of a slow start. That is obviously not the case this year. They are off and running. So I think if you're if you're a Leafs fan and you're looking for reasons to think that maybe this year's different, Austin Matthews has been their best player for a very long time. But that's a hell of a torrid start <laughs> to get the season going. And Toronto's won both games, and they you know they needed they've actually needed his goals because they uh. If I if there's a concern with Toronto, well, with all the teams right now, you're looking at them. Other than Pittsburgh, who shut out the Caps, um, defense has been optional much of the early games here. I was like, if you watch the St. Louis Blues play, defense is always optional. Always right. optional. Well, I just I think like I'm thinking of a team. Well, I'll ask you this: Who's your big surprise early in this year? I know who mine is right off, right off the bat. Um, I I feel like it's too early to to give a big. So we played three games, Dave. Who's your big surprise? Vancouver. For three games. Vancouver, easy. Just three games. Dude, they've beaten they've beaten Edmonton twice. Eight to one was the first one, and they got him again four to okay. three. Um, I you know, Vancouver's one of those teams that you kind of they didn't they and I made no I know I think they made a coaching change midseason last year because they were vastly disappointed. They were like one of my surprise teams a year ago. I didn't even think about them this year, but no, that's that's a you know, Edmonton's a quality team. And to get two wins right up. Yeah, I get you. I, I don't know, man. It just you know how I am. Sometimes it's really hard to take stock in in three in two games into the season. Like they play two games. Like and get it. Yes, two they're two and all. Uh, Doctor Doctor Smores really Hurricanes up. are off and running. <laughs> so yep. 
Your Blues are what? Okay, they've actually played two games. They're one and one. One zero yeah, and, one one. and one. They lost. They they lost. Yeah, one zero oh and one. They lost in overtime uh, to the to Vegas. Uh, and the reason I know they lost to Vegas is because when following the St. Louis Blues Twitter handle, at one point they tie that they they tweet. This was the best tweet ever. They were like, Ivan Barbashev scores a goal. Ivan Barbashev scores a goal would have been a great tweet five years ago. <laughs> it was like, yes, we know everybody plays for for them. Yeah, for somebody else. And now. yeah, Vegas, them, Vegas, is, Vegas is off to a three and zero. Oh. Uh, yeah, they oh, they're, yeah, they're just, <laughs> no no slowing down that team. It's obscene. Yeah, just boom back to it. Um, good for them. Yeah, but I, I I like to start your guys are off. I mean, my guys have had one game, and uh, yeah, when you get blanked. By yeah. your arch rival, and it's like two right. goals by Crosby, one by Malk, and it's like Jesus. Could you let the new guys score? Does it have to be these same old assholes that I've dealt with for eighteen years? Is a line, by the way. Yeah, that uh, that Crosby line, like eighteen years together. That's an NHL record. That's impressive, and that they still produce. Yeah, it's interesting. 18. They had um Lindgren start that game. They didn't have Darcy Kemper start, so I don't know if that means right. anything or not, but. I, you know, it's, uh, I it's mean, one game. It got you know. tweeted everywhere, so it got tweeted and reported everywhere. What's so that? That, Lind- that, that Lindren started? No, that that line. Oh, 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 gotcha, uh, gotcha. With its eighteen, like so, it's at some point that line played and that counted. Um, I don't know, not much. I mean, we got a couple of couple of contract signings, right? Devin Tays signs a seven year contract with the Avalanche. He ain't going anywhere. Uh, uh, Sabres, Scott had Lawton. A, Sabres had a big signing too. Right, Scott Lawton telling. The NHL suck it. He's going to use pride tape and they can't stop him. But Jamie Drysdale signed a three-year deal with the Ducks. That was a while ago. So just a lot of, you know, business as usual. We're, we're off and running, man. So I'm here for it. Great start. Again, Austin Matthews, what a, what a start. And we'll, uh, we'll keep following as, as the season progresses. Cause that's what we do on hockey talk. Yeah. And unlike musical chairs, we seem to be much more regular on our hockey talk. So, yeah, Victor, Victor Arvidsson. This is I'm just reading NHL.com. Uh, yeah. Kings forward might need back surgery. That's not. No, I mean 30, injuries only are 30 years happen. old. Yeah, sometimes it's it's a rough sport. It it is, and I think I think casual fans who don't understand hockey like you and I and and love it like you and I, they you know they don't get it. They extol the virtues of the NFL. Oh, it's so physical. It's like, have you ever seen a fucking hockey game? These guys are going way faster than, than well not way faster but it's right. comparable as far as if you're looking at like you know accident reconstructionists talk about delta v and force of collision and thing i i i would have to imagine that hockey's right there with the nfl as far as force of impact and just the the forces involved in these collisions have got to be yeah. comparable to the nfl with less with less pa- and you're not falling on grass you're falling on ice I and mean, that's even worse right it's just not forgiving. No. So it's like the ring apron but, in, in, in pro wrestling, but worse. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, like I said, this is going to be a short and sweet. The season just started. We're going to call it an episode here. More games come in every single day. Cause that's what the NHL does. We'll be rolling and we'll be talking standings and, and teams and how they look and all that fun stuff all throughout the season, as well as signings and notable events and news. Uh, for the season to come. Dave, before we head out of here, 
Remind everybody where they can find you on the ChairShot Radio Network and on the socials. Well, on the platform formerly known as Twitter or X or whatever the hell you want to call it, you can find me at Attitude Ag. That's at Attitude A-G-G. On threads at Attitude of Aggression, where like Mr. O'Dowd, I will be migrating to as soon as Elon starts charging us for the using his uh, inflammatory bullshit platform. <laughs> <laughs> facebook.com slash attitude of aggression because zuckerberg hasn't followed suit yet so thank you mark you can also follow me on the x twitter at wrestling real estate is at w-r-e-s-t-l-n-g-r-e-a-l-i-s-t you can listen to me every monday tuesday and wednesday on the chair shot radio network mondays talking nerdy stuff with dave and a cast of others and bandwagon nerds tuesdays dave and i doing hockey talk because that's the season we are in uh, but in the off season, you put chairs. And then on Wednesdays, I'm talking wrestling with one Greg DeMarco on the Greg DeMarco show. That's going to do it for this nothing, week's nothing edition. Nothing to talk about in wrestling this past week, right? Nothing. Nothing at all going on. Uh, you know, here's the thing is we we talk about the things that, that not everybody else is talking about. That's kind of our thing on the show. Like we, we have so many wrestling podcasts that talk about the current news and what's going on. That we We get to drill. We like to drill down on like one little thing. Like we find, and usually it's not the little thing that everybody expects. So always a lot of fun. I, I'm sure we can talk about how Tony Khan is an unhinged, crazy, crazy, and just really needs to have his Twitter account taken away, ex Twitter account taken away. So, but that's neither here nor there. Get that information on any of our bajillion wrestling podcasts. This is going to do it for Hockey Talk this week. Make sure to catch us next week as we review everything hockey here. You have been listening to Hockey Talk on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.